Parks Casino. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer coming to you until uh, 5 o'clock. Coming up next, Rob Ellis will be leading you up to Phillies baseball. Phil's have a good record with us into Robbie E. Yes, a exceptional record, yes. actually, if we're being honest about this. I mean, you weren't here the last time Robbie had a you, you, I, oh, you, <laughs> battle's wedding day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Robbie had a massive uh, lead-in show that night. Uh, that was a great one. The, that was the, the comeback from 4 nothing at home against Padres game. The last time was the Cardinals before that. Yep, yep. So, I mean, we're big game players. Big time. I think the obvious question here is, is Rob Ellis a big game player? And through two games so far, he has proven to be a big game host and a big game radio host. And uh, I feel pretty good about the Phil's chances knowing that Robbie E is coming back. I have full confidence in Robbie. Yeah, I mean, I always have. I've yeah, known Rob for a long time. He's, he's always brought it yeah, as 100%. far as, you know. Especially on Phil's game day. Man. Well, Rob's a Phillies guy. Yes. You know, you can't say it about everyone. No. But about Rob, you can say that. And I can say this as well. Go dogs. Oh, God, enough. Enough. Enough with the bad vibes. When we're talking about dogs, we're talking about the underdog Phillies in this game. Here we go, Bulldogs. I might be an idiot. Yeah, two one. Yeah, a little bit of an idiot. I think so. Two one five five nine two ninety four. This betting ticket is heating up. I'm very excited for you, buddy. You know what a day it could be, right? Yes. <laughs> Let's go to Santa Barbara and talk to our buddy Jack. What up, Jackie? Jimmy. Hey, you'll be on the float, and Jack Fritz will be be like Jason Kelsey running up and down Broad Street t- trading beers with people. I could see that. I can see Jack yeah. giving a rousing have, speech. No it's less, the whole team. No less than 14 beers on uh, on parade day. Shout out. I lot, know, lots I of, know, lots I know, of Miller Lights will be drank. Yes, that is yeah, great. Yeah, so like, like I, as I said to John and Joe the other day, Wheeler's got to be Wheeler. One for each year. I didn't put that together. That's good work. It took me a second. Go ahead, Jack. Wheeler's got to be Wheeler. We got to score first. We do all that tonight. We're winning games. Seven, because that guy in the clubhouse is going to go. We're not losing, okay? That I mean, that's why we're fans. I I work at a preschool and I went dressed as a friend of the Philly fanatic every nice. day to school. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you know, we got to we got to hang in there. We can't do coulda woulda shoulda. That's not what we do. Nope. And, and I have only two. Two words to say, Patrick Robinson. Remember Ooh. before before no, yeah, they were down seven nothing in that game, and even before that game, after the Atlanta game, the, yeah. the, before the Atlanta game especially, at least for me, when they won that Atlanta game, and then Lane and Chris put on those dog masks, that was where I was like, oh, I was like, there's something going on here. I was like, something's yeah. different right now. But um, what? but yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably. I mean, look, there were. Uh, People are saying, like, no one in the world had faith in Nick Foles heading into that Atlanta game. Nobody. And no one has faith in Nick Cassiano oh, tonight. Nick. Nick. Hey, Big hey, game, hey, Nick. Hey, 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 Jack. When yes. he barreled that ball that Pena caught, right? Yes. Yep. When was the last time you saw him barrel the ball? Off and Amber Valdez in game two. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. You're the baseball guy. You yep. remember that. He's so, right. Love you, buddy. That's where we got to go. All right, Jack. That's where we got to go. Always a pleasure, my friend. I love the the positive energy. We'll talk soon, my friend. Jack at Santa Barbara. Great guy. I know. He used to call uh, 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 Glenn and Ray all the time. 
And I think one of his last calls, he's like, I'm the oldest uh, grad student in the country. I love Jack. He also, also <laughs> up there with the most infectious laughs you'll yes. hear. Just a great laugh. And That's always happy. I'm down with people who are always happy. All right, 215-592-949. We'll get back to the phones in a sec. I am so tired, Jack. I know. Jack keeps having to remind me about the things that I teased and the things I have to get to. And like, oh, yeah, the Phillies lineup. Simple That's a pretty, radio mechanics. Pretty big deal, isn't it? I am so tired. I am. I need a nap. All right, the Phillies lineup for tonight, Jack Fritz, is exactly what we expected yep. it to be. Uh, Schwerber leading off, Hoskins 2, Romuto 3, Harper Four, Castellanos in the five-hole. Big game, Nick. Boehm in the six-hole. Segura moved up to seven with Veerling and Sosa in the eight and nine spots. Obviously a right-handed heavy lineup. Uh, Schwerber and Harper, the only two left-handed bats in the lineup. Uh, how do you feel about that lineup going against Framber tonight? Don't love Veerling playing. Like, obviously, I, I, I hope he goes off. I, pl- I hope he plays well. I uh, would love to be wrong. But I don't love Vierling playing tonight. Um, I, I, I don't like that in game six of the World Series we're taking out our, our starting center fielder. And I know he had the misplay on the Altuve ball, but I think this is too important. Um, and I, I, Framber's really good against lefties. His curveball neutralizes them a lot. Um, but I, I just I think his defense provides that much value. Vierling's a good defender as well. Um, but I, I want Marsh out there. I'm fine with playing Sosa. I think that Stott has just been a little bit overmatched in this in this in this World Series, and his at bats last game were annoying. They like, were bad, man. Especially I, that stat coming into when we saw it. I think we saw it in Game Three, maybe where it, uh, that that Bryson Stott had seen the most pitches per bat of any player in the playoffs. I know. A 25 year old. It was so impressive, and like they put that stat up, and it was almost like you know, classic. Like the stat comes up, and then everything changes. He's been like a different hitter since they showed that stat. It's Listen, wild. Can we show more negative Castiano stats? No, right? Like the whole show game just start giving us like how how hasn't homered since August yeah. 27th. Give us all that. Yeah. I mean, was this last homer the uh, the homer off McHugh down in Atlanta? It has to be, right? It has to be, yeah. That, it was like a, a big the right time, right? yeah, because they, they played that series at the end of August, so yeah. By the way, uh, Robbie has checked in. Sounds like he's ready to go. Uh, of course he's ready. Yeah, Are you kidding me? I didn't, it wasn't even a question, shot, was Rob. it? Yeah, Rob, Rob's the best. <laughs> 215-592-9494. So that is the lineup if you want to react to it. Said before, one of the most fun things of this run, for, for me at least, and I'm, I'm sure for you as well, has been meeting all the amazing High Hopes fans down at uh, Citizens Bank Park. I didn't even know that. That many people listen to the pod, Jack. We well, met, yeah. met so many people down there. Well, the funniest part is because I see our podcast like download numbers. And I'm it's like, like wait, where are good. all you people? It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's just like, how have they all found exactly. us? Exactly. That's what it felt like. It felt like I met every single person who listens to the podcast. And one of them was Melissa in Ben Salem. Got to spend the game hanging with her, her brother, John, uh, John's wife, Jess. We had a great, great time with you guys. Your dad, Joe. Melissa, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Well, I'll answer that question in about eight hours. In about <laughs> eight hours. That. I'm yep. with you on that. But I just tuned in and heard that you guys were on, so I figured I'd call in for the first time ever. Um, Love it. First time, long time. Yeah. But being at Game 5 of the World Series was awesome in itself, but then you guys were right there standing with me. Um, it kind of just came full circle for me because I've been listening to you guys since before the Harper signing. So that was just cool. That's, that's, um, that means you're a real one because we, we did yeah. pick up a lot of listeners post-Harper. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. The first year plus of the pod was 
was not a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Not that there was a lot the next few <laughs> on, years but, either. But, but pre-Harper, we had Nolan and Fenway, and then we had uh, We sure did, Nolan. and I'll never forget it. We yep. had Sir Anthony came oh, off. It was yeah. great, man. It was we great. Had the, the Jake Arrieta, how much fun that was, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, not much going on back then, but listening to you guys, I don't know, kind of lifting me up because you guys are on the same level as I am. So, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, um, that means a lot. But, we uh, we love we love we love the the community that the pod has created. That's for sure. Yeah, you guys are awesome. But want to say one thing: um, Bryce Harper is a Philly. Remember that. Yes, Bryce Harper. Love that. Is a Philly. Melissa, um, love and also having a historic postseason. You know, don't count the opportunity that Bryce could have magic in him tonight out. You know. Yep, I'm feeling it. Um, that's how confident I am, guys. We got this in the bag. Um, one more thing. Those Astros fans the other night just seemed entitled, like they had it in the bag. Um, even that usher that took Alfredo's spot um, said they act like they own the place, so that makes me want to win even more in their house. Um, just hope Hoskins has been taking some grounders in their off time. Um, and that's all. Love it, Go Melissa. Phil. Go, Phils. Awesome to meet you and your family and, and all that stuff. Um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Because so, so for those who don't know, and unlike, honestly, most people in Philadelphia, Jack Fritz, one of the few people who actually got to go to Houston for one of the first two games, who were there for game one, got to experience what that crowd was like, what yep. the vibe was. And I know that you were you know, pretty unimpressed with, with the vibe and the crowd and the, the energy there. Yeah. Um, tell tell the listening audience what kind of advantage it could be for the Phillies to not have the place, you know, Citizens Bank like. So yeah, the pl- place sucks. I mean, like it's a nice ball field. It's a nice minor league stadium. Mm-hmm. That's how I compared it. I felt like I was walking into a minor league stadium. Sure. Um, no juice, even though it's called Minute Maid Park. And <laughs> have you made any joke more times since you, since like it came up and you thought of it? Like it's just a, a, a go to for the rest of your life. I yes, uh, I have used lines more than this, but it's getting up there. Yeah, it is. So my thing is, is, you know, I was sitting there and even when the fills were down, I kept saying, even if they lose this game and I was at game one. So I, I kept saying to myself, even if they lose this game. I think they realized that they could play there because it's not that intense. Like, it's not – you know what, what makes this crowd here so different um, through this playoff run has been on, 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 you know, 0-1 counts or 1-0 counts. No matter what, like, the crowd knows when to get loud. Yep. And the Astros fans just – they never – they didn't know when to stand up other than when you had two strikes or, like, a big hit happened. Um, and, and even then, not always when they like you could see that at least the behind home plate. I don't know what it was, but what we saw yeah. behind home plate, like it would be two strikes, two outs, and they weren't standing up behind home plate. I'm like, what am I watching it's, right now? It's not intimidating. It is just not an intimidating place to play, um, you know. And I, I think that's an advantage for this team. Um, and hopefully, they can go down, go down there and take care of business. Now, the one thing that that she brought up um, was Bryce Harper, and it's like we are two wins away from Bryce like cementing himself yeah. as not only just legacy he, stuff man he's already an all-time Philly oh yeah I mean, and he's gonna make the Hall of Fame yes. and you know the, the, he's already clearly proven that he is a clutch performer like that he's had all-time playoff moments but there is a difference between having a ring and not having a ring and I don't want to let that dream die yeah. you know like it, it, I trust Bryce a ton, and and him going off these last two games and helping carry them to a World Series, like, 
it's talked about as one of the all-time baseball like runs ever what he's doing right now so um you know it, he's already proven to be worth everything but man he is two wins away from from putting himself in another stratosphere well i don't think i don't think there's anyone in the ballpark like much has taken the field anyone else in the ball like dusty baker you could say finally winning world series there's a legacy thing there but like the, not, like there's no one in the ballpark this weekend who has more of a chance to alter their le- and he's already done an amazing job, but has more of a chance to alter their legacy and and make their legacy bigger than anyone else there than Bryce Harper. Like there is a lot riding on these two games. If it could be two for Bryce Harper, there really is legacy wise. Besides you and I, I would say he has the most uh, most to gain <laughs> out of the. I said in the building. We're yes. not going to be in the building, Jack. All right, let's go to Westchester and talk to our buddy Drew. Hey, Drew. Hey, guys, I am getting a real superstitious here. I just looked back at the meal I ordered for game one when we won down in Houston. I'm going to order the same meal tonight, try to get some good vibes going. Good. Love that. It was strong. Yes. Now, now I feel uh, pretty good about tonight. I do think we're going to get to Valdez, and I'll call him uh, Jim or whoever. I'll I'll, I'll honor him. I'll call him (laughs) Valdez. But, But the guy who scares me in the Astros lineup tonight is Jordan. I'm not really worried about Altuve. I'm not worried about Bregman. I'm just worried if Wheeler doesn't have his philosophy that at some point Jordan has to get hot and then he's going to put a ball in the cross, go the other way, put a ball in the Crawford boxes. I got one other thing I wanted to ask you guys too, but I wanted to get your thoughts just on that first. Yeah, I, I, and I'm with you because Jordan hasn't really done anything so far. It's like you a know, sleeping giant. Yeah, Liter- literally like, and figuratively. It's right? one of those yeah. guys that you don't want to wake up. You hope he just stays down, but he's so good that you almost expect him to break out of it soon. And he's the guy tonight where it's, if Wheeler's stuff is diminished, he's the guy that can take advantage of it because, like, Altuve, he, 95 on the hands on, with sinkers is still tough to hit. He's a righty. Alex Bregman, same kind of thing, 95 on the hands, that's tough to hit. Yuridon's the one guy where if he's throwing, if, if it's tailing away from a, from a lefty, he can just poke his bat on it and hit it to the stupid little Crawford boxes. Stupid, stupid boxes. Yeah, he, so I'm he's with you, He's by far the best hitter in their lineup, and I'm Without just worried that we're not going to be able to hold him off forever. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys, and look, I know we're focused on, you know, tonight and getting this done, but I, I'm just thinking, you know, with the Wheeler dead arm, with Nola looking exhausted, like what do you guys think is the solution to prevent this going forward? Is it getting a 10-game lead in the division and phantom ILing guys? Like how do we avoid this for, for a month? Like how do we avoid during the season? Like how do we avoid this in future playoff runs where they're fresher? Drew, great call, buddy. We love your calls. What do you think about that, Jack? So I think the solution is the – Go sign another starter this offseason. <laughs> like, like yeah. uh, you know, I think it's their biggest need. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They got to add another starter, and it's not even just Wheeler. You know, I mean, I, Nola I, too. I think Nola yeah. is strictly fatigue, and he's at two hundred and thirty innings, including the postseason. He didn't miss a start, time. did he? I mean, I don't no. remember him missing a start all year. He doesn't miss starts. Now they did. So what they did this year with Nola was that they changed his running routine, like halfway through the season, and like. His whole thing, his whole mentality before that was, I got to run all the time so that all the lactic acid gets out of my arm and, and everything starts feeling, you know, better. And what they, what they sold him on was that's going to tie you out for later in the season, and that's why you've been struggling in September's last couple of years. So they altered that. It's just now he's pitched so many innings, yeah. and he's been, he, they haven't been he's able to. He's gone a month longer than he ever has. And they haven't been able to get him the extra day's rest. Like, he's had to pitch on normal rest because Wheeler, they keep trying to push him back to make sure he's 100%. 
Um, so really with those two, you, you got to get some other arms that are coming up. Now, luckily they have, they have Painter coming up. We'll see what they do with Abel. I still think they flip him this offseason um, to try to go for like a big, big name bat. Um, but they, they got to sign some other starters because next year it's going to be Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Painter, and then they have that fifth spot open. It's got to be someone from the free agent. Well, board. and to this specific situation and point that Drew is asking about, I can't wait for Andrew Painter. But I don't think you're unless you wait to bring him up and manage him or whatever. I don't think Painter is the guy who's helping you in November with extra innings. You know, like you could try and get there, but like, well, he just threw over 100 innings. That's for the my first time that's my point. Like life. Andrew Painter is not giving you 200 plus innings next year, no matter what. So I, I right there with you. I definitely think they need another arm you can count on it if you get to this point in the season. And maybe season. the guy that started uh, game uh, five you, in Philadelphia. <laughs> let's go to T in college, man. What up, T? T. T, not ready to go. We'll uh, come back to T. I know, T's usually ready. Let's go to uh, Chad in Downingtown. What up, Chad? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, Chad. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Um, all right, so let me let me paint a picture for you because I've been back and forth on Casty for the last two days as well. Um, but, Jack, I think you've been in the building pretty early for all these home games. Um I was there early enough to see early BP. He's been hitting some moonshot, um, and it really, really hasn't equated well, to anything. It's wow. showtime then if he's hitting. Some well, I didn't know that. That's yeah, really, that's possible. Yeah, because I've been, I've been, in, I've been getting in around like six to the building or so, and it's, it's. I just missed the BP. I saw Astros BP, so I've not gotten the chance to see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been a lot of moonshots out of Nick. Um, just not really materializing in anything, but you guys both know with baseball, it sometimes takes that little funky hit no to doubt. break yourself out of the out of the uh, of whatever you're struggling with. Um, so I think we're going to see a first inning. One of the top three guys gets on. They work around Bryce like they've been doing, and then Casty gets one of those where he's throwing his hand all the way at a ball in the outside corner into and puts it in the left field somehow. Um, and that's going to be what ignites the bench. That's going to be what ignites the whole team. And then later in the game, we're going to see one of those moonshots from Cassie. Wow, not this, this is an all-time call, well, Chad. It, it really will be. And, Chad, we will remember this call, but I will remember this call if it happens. Like, But what, what if, What if? right, what if it was the Cassie game? The Atlanta <laughs> game was the Cassie game. This would be the real Cassie game. And at least, if nothing else, and it was funny because it was Nick Cassianos. I talked before about what Schwarber said in the locker room after the loss, the Game 5 loss, and Harper and all these guys and their messages. And Cassianos' whole thing was like, what's a more storybook ending than us going and winning two in Houston? Like, man, it'd be a – you know, the only thing that makes that more storybook is if Nick Cassianos is the one making it happen. Then it's like, how is this possible? Well, for sure, it's that, and then we're going to get the best video yearbook we've ever seen. Yes, uh, this is a real one right here. Can't wait. We I love can't you, Chad. Wait for the first video Chad Chad's a guy. I love it. Yeah. HH, baby. I love it. This is great. Chad, what a great call, buddy. Call us again when, uh, when we're on again together. All right, please. This was great stuff, buddy. Yes, sir, guys. Have a good one tonight. All right. I love that. So, man. Nick Castellanos, um, it was so painful. Honestly, I think I got so disappointed in him uh, last game strictly because I got my hopes up. You know, I started. When, when, when he was coming to the bat and Bryce got hit in the foot, my first reaction was like, damn it. But as the cast down as the bat was going through, I was like, I kept picturing him hitting the ball, like right center field and do a sea of red. And then him doing that was completely uh, let down worthy. 
maybe three of the nights tonight that he turns it around yeah. and, we, and we get happy. Ah, happy. And I would also, I would just feel good for him too because like, you know, I would love to be cocky about Nick Cassiano. Me too. I was. The, I know. I was the guy who was dying to have him here. He's crushed my soul. This guy. I know. But because like, he's such a good hitter. Like I wished it. You know, because a lot of times, like you and I watch a ton of baseball, right? But a lot of times, people just watch their team. It's a localized sport, and there are a ton of Phillies fans who probably have not seen a ton of Nick Castellanos. Maybe they watch highlights when they sign him or whatever. But like. This dude was a beast. Yep. He's a great hitter. It, the guy we've watched this year looks nothing like the guy we've seen his whole career. It's crazy, Jack. I know. I know. Um, but there was also, like, him lifting his shirt with the wires. Stuff. Which was like, badass. I, I love it. I want to embrace Nick. You know, I want to be playing all in. the crowd after the catch in oh. game three. Him, like, playing, doing crowd I know. work. I, I know. know. It's all time. It's and, all and time. And clearly, as we talked about, in the celebration stuff, like, the team loves love him. He's, so, like, there's something there. I just, just do it. Just do it. That's do it. our message to Nick Cassiano. Freaking like, do it, man. Just do it. We want to be cast, guys. Please. Beg of you. 215-592-9494. It's High Hopes Radio. We got you till 5. Rob Ellis leading you up to game time after that. Phillies, Astros, World Series Baseball tonight on WIP. It's Fritz and Seltzer. We're coming right back. It's High Hopes Radio. How bad Keep it going. Now you're done. How's it? I'll do a really good now. Bad <laughs> Jack Fritz, James Seltzer at the Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Here talking, we go, dogs. Talking Phillies. Yes, underdogs, the Phillies. No one cares about your football bet, Jack. It's all Phillies all the time right now. Two Bills are underdogs. That's true. Georgia Bulldogs are nine point fake. <laughs> Not the same thing, but virtually the same thing. Go Panthers. Go Pit Panthers. Go Vols. You mocked this parlay I put together. It's early. Yeah. Yeah, we're heating up. Now. Looking good. All right, you up. know what? Here's what I want. I mean, it has the Phil's money line, so, like, I want you to win that. I'll no, and, and I really appreciate the Parks Casino Sportsbook for just giving the fans free money today with their the Phil's team total being two and a half. I mean, come on. They're not scoring two runs. Plus, we just saw Joe Giglio's doppelganger. I know. He really It's unbelievable. Like he was here last time we were. Like, it is. Tahir Hood, producing the show on site, is, like, nodding emphatically right now. It's wild. Yeah. I looked over. I was like, oh, Joe Giglio's here. That's weird. And it's not. Clearly not Joe Giglio. Even the same, like, double level. Dude, baldness. it's everything. Yes, it's it's free, from the side, from the front. Like, no matter what, this guy looks exactly like Joe. It is pretty well, wild. Well, better like, calves. Yeah, and just better looking in general, obviously. But, you know, all right, 215-592-9494. It's High Hopes Radio as we get you set for Phillies-Astros Game 6 the are World you, Series tonight. Are yes, you sir. nervous? Um, Yeah, a little bit. I haven't been as nervous this run most of the time. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely nervous. I haven't yeah, been, no like, like yeah, pre Yeah, their lives are on the line tonight. Yeah, I'm nervous. Pre well, they're <laughs> – not legitimate lives. But the playoff line. The, the season's life is on the felt, line, felt Jack. Really, yes, really I think intense. we all know they're not going to get, like, shot <laughs> if they lose the game or really whatever. Really intense, dude. Um, but That's I got, how much I care, yep, Jack. Yep, no, but it's weird. Like, the only time I felt deathly nervous heading into a game was the, the St. Louis. The St. Game Louis one, game. right? Yeah, same thing. Like, going into game one, like, that is the most – 
That is the most nervous I've been watching a baseball game in, in, in maybe my life. Like, it was up there. And obviously, I think Game 1 of the World Series, because of the way it played out, ended up being incredibly tense with the 5-5 five, five and the extras and all that. But going into a game, the only time I've been, like, truly nervous to my core was that first St. Louis game. Um, I wasn't that nervous late in Game 1 because I was more feel <laughs> fearful for my life. Uh, well, rather yeah, you than were winning in a baseball Houston, game, so a little different. Well, yeah. and they started getting really and like I get, agitated. So, I, well, it, uh, the context: I get a text from Jack Fritz, like I don't know, 15 minutes into the game, being like, "I'm talking way too much bleep. Like, I can't do this. This is this is not good." Yeah, it wasn't good. I was like, "Uh oh, don't don't get yourself hurt." Buddy. Yes, well, especially as uh, more beers started flowing later yes, into the game, yes, um, yes. and then you know, the Luckily Astros- you had Ike with you though, which probably made you a little more, you know, yeah, Ike wasn't protected. Too, Ike wasn't too thrilled. I let the section know that he played <laughs> in the NFL. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was like, ah, hey, this guy played in the NFL. You can't do anything. And Ike's like, I can't take on forty thousand. <laughs> I was like, ah, good point. Fair point. If anyone could, it's Ike. Yeah, well, and me and I. Yeah. Oh I yeah, you yeah. too. Yes. I'm very. Yeah. Yes. I'm a big fighter. Yo, everyone oh, knows. I love. I yeah. love it. Any chance I can get to get into a scrap, I'll yeah. take it. Throw down. That's what you like to does do. Does it surprise you that I've never been in a fight in my life? Only because I've heard you. It only does not because I've heard you say it like yeah. 50 times at this point. But yeah. I think for other people it might. Not a big fight guy. Yeah, I yeah. know. Tiger's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. If you get to know Jack Fritz, we're on the we're radio, on sir. The on the air. radio. We're talking into microphones. Thank you. Don't work. Um, Jack Fritz. I just, uh, I just I, don't get it. That's I what lose, I said to you. Thank I you. I lose all faith in society. I know. When people come up and ask us what's know, going on. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's happened like 10 times today. 10 times. It's crazy. All right. Anyway, not surprised you're not a fighter. I'm happy you're here not in Houston. I'm one person away from coming up and asking us. <laughs> Where I might get into a fight with someone today. Wow. That's true. This is game six, baby. It's game six. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Rob L is coming up at five. He will lead you up to Phillies baseball. Scott, Larry on the call tonight. Murph, all the good stuff. McCarthy, the whole thing is uh, game six of the World Series. Let's go to Glenn Olden and talk to our buddy Rob. Rob A. What's up, what's up, Rob? What's up, Jack? What's up, positive Rob? How are we, pal? Good, man. Listen, I'm going to end with something, James. Are you on a scrub? Are you on, like, a speakerphone or something? Yeah, I'm sorry, Yeah, you got to get off that. It's it's impossible to understand what you're saying. Yeah. Listen, I I want to end. You know better, Robbie. You know better. Come on. I want to talk about. (laughs) I'm going to end with a a positivity thing, of course, but. Yes. You know what? All all the analytics, all the stats say with this epic pitching staff and this epic bullpen, we're just playing out the string. You know what I mean? But you know what? Why not add this to our storybook season? What were we, 21 and 29, 22 and 29? We switch managers. You know, we get into the playoffs, you know, secure our spot in the last series against Houston in Houston. Now we're back for games six and seven in Houston. Why not do something crazy and just go and win the thing? You know what I mean? Why, why not just add it to the storybook season that – is where we are today. You know what I mean? Why not just add another chapter to the book? So I'm, I'm Robbie, it would, and it would be the, uh, you know, funny epic. enough, like the most epic chapter. I mean, the right. Phillies team has really not had their backs against the wall this whole playoff run, and it would be pretty wild to have your backs against the wall like this, having to go on the road to win two and With to win it all. big game Castellanos ready to go. Yeah, it's great. And, absolutely. And I want to be positive, but, but before I get to my positive statement, 
is there anybody else that's more unlikable that you got to cheer for him? Like, I don't think he's like Maxwell when he signed the free agent from Seattle. Like, then, then Castellanos? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Rob, you know what I mean? Yes, there are definitely people way more unlikable that you could root for, without a doubt. They're like actual like criminals, and they're actual like people who do horrible things who are on teams that we. I mean, Deshaun Watson, Browns fans root for that guy. No, like, no I mean, for Castellanos is not a bad guy. He's just no, not I mean, a bad year. So, no, I, I actually think Casty, if, like, if he were the guy before, like, people would love him here. Like, He's he's intense. He's like a, I mean, he had the jungle line about Citizen care. Bank Park. He did the wire thing. Yeah. Like I actually couldn't disagree with you more, Rob. I think it's just because he's played bad that people don't like him. I actually think he's an awesome guy to root for when he's good. Yeah, he is. Just, I guess it's just his body language, his demeanor. He looks defeated before he goes up there, and this is the worst time to have that type of body language. Rob, I thought you said you were calling to be positive, man. I, well, you know what? I've not let heard me, a positive thing out of your tie, mouth yet, Rob. Rob. Turn the let tie. Me, let, me, let me end with this. I had a dream, and it's Minute Maid Park, but I'm going to see Bryce Brown in third base going, this is my house, talking about their, their ballpark. I like this that. This is my bleeping house. Oh, go Phils. There we right, go. Robbie, good f- go Phils. I yeah, would that cry was, on demand. I yeah, that would be amazing. That clearly, Rob, not quite as positive as he alluded to. Well, he's in. never as positive. I know. As I know. You, get, you guys gave him the positive Rob moniker, and I feel like that broke him because yeah. he used to be very positive, and then you guys called him positive Rob, and now he's always negative. Yeah, yeah. You broke him. Uh, so, Yuli Gurriel is officially off the roster. They took him off the wow. roster. So. That, I mean, that, should they bring another uh, – who they bring in? Like another uh, – They replaced him with infielder? a third catcher. Um, Corey Lee. But according to one of their beat writers, this means that they're going to DH Christian Vasquez, which is good news for the Phils. What? That, I mean, that's great news. Why wouldn't you catch Vasquez? Isn't he better defensively than Maldonado anyway? No. They're both good, I know. But no, Maldonado is definitely. Is he definitely better? I mean, they're both really good. I mean, Vasquez has caught a lot of no-hit innings. I know that. I just think that, you know, they've gotten to this point. Probably and Vasquez like... is older. And, look, Maldonado is their guy. I'm sure most of those guys are comfortable throwing to Maldonado and all that. But still, the fact they have to use Vasquez as their DH is – so, so, not that, ideal if so you're that a Masters means fan. That Yuli's off the rest of the uh, the, the post. It's huge. He's out of the playoffs. Yeah, out of the World Series. Now, it's Trey, it's Trey Mancini, who's just been dreadful at the plate. So, you, hopefully, this will wake him up. Him and a Ledmus and David Helmsley. One of those guys has to DH, too. That's the other thing, too. Their DH is batted 130 in the playoffs, Jack. 130. I, the Astros have gotten a 130 average from their DH in the playoffs. What, have the, what is the uh, Phil's DH? Yeah, batted? who's that guy? Yeah. He's pretty good. Um,. Thank God if they, for the DH, by the way. If they lose a playoffs, a World Series with some guy named David Hensley batting DH, I he will. He doesn't sound real, right? It, he, sound, yeah, it well, sounds like he, a made-up guy. Or he sounds like a middle reliever. Yeah, he does. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's a good yeah, call. No way that guy can hit. Let's go to Quaker Town and talk to Mike. What up, Mike? Yo, fellas. Hey. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, so first of all, as somebody that dabbled in uh, radio and life took me in a different direction, I know the uh, – the ups and downs you fellows have had to do. I am so proud of both of you and your success, and it's just awesome. I'm living Thanks, vicariously man. through you fellas. Thanks, oh, I appreciate man. it, buddy. That means a lot, man. Thanks, um, man. Jimmy, I'm going to miss you guys. You guys get me through my ride home when I leave work in the morning. Uh, I work overnight, so uh, congratulations, but I'm going to I'm gonna only catch like half an hour of you now, and it's going to uh, well, suck. Well, the Odyssey app, you can listen to the whole show tw- within 24 hours, so don't yes, forget sir. that. Yes, sir. Don't forget All that, right. Mike. I got some hot hitters to come in hot with, but before I hit that, I just want to say with the whole lineup change, I've been listening to you fellas talk about it all, all, all day. Um, the only thing that scares me, I, I love Topper going with, I know, Jack, sorry, Topper. But, um, Topper. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only thing that scares me is Mitch Williams 
93, Fergosi was, I'm going with the arm that got me here. Are we going with the lineup that got us here? It has I mean, me a, a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, it's but, a great, it's a great uh, a comparison as a, as a way to be nervous about it, without a doubt. All right, real quick. Here, I got four things, and then I'm out. Go ahead. We went in to St. Louis. We took two. This is a two-game series, not at home. We played small ball, one home run from Bryce. Everything else was just blink, bloop, we got it. We're seven and zero. I know some of these have been hit. Seven and zero after a day off. Also, the Astros have never won a game six in the World Series. Also, today is Jason Kelsey's birthday. Number Not one cheerleader of the Kelsey's Philadelphia birthday. Phillies. I love it. I love it, Mike. Uh, these are all great things. Not losing on Kelsey's birthday, Mike. Not an option. Last thing, since it's November fifth, this was referenced on Go Birds. Remember, remember. V, v for Vendetta. There is a quote. I don't know how long the Astros have been relevant. What, 2017? Kind of an empire? There is one quote. Your pretty empire took so long to build. Now, with a snap of history's fingers, down it goes. Let's go, fellas! What a line. Love it, Mike. It is a great movie for anyone who's not seen V, v for, for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. It how is, is that a great movie? It didn't even. It barely even registered. I'm. I'm just telling you, man. V for Vendetta. Yeah, that Natalie does not Portman, quantify Lattie, as a Natalie great Portman, movie. Hugo Weaving. It's a great, great. It's not movie. a great movie. I, I promise you. Watch and this, it. You're talking about. You're talking to a guy that watched nine, nine so, months with I had, Hugh Grant last night. Well, I, I like him nine months with Hugh Grant. The, the, that was that was a, a tricky uh, a tricky shoot for Hugh Grant. We'll say that. There's a lot of things going on then. Uh, that know. was when he got arrested with the prostitute. To oh. Bind Brown, you remember that? See, this is my age showing where I was. I was cognizant for that. Where you were like a baby for that. But was it ninety five or something? Nine months came out. Here we go, dogs! Oh god! No. Oh, 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 oh. Anyway, great job with that quote, Mike. V for Vendetta, great movie. It's, not a great it's movie. a great, great. No one movie even talks about V for Vendetta. A great movie. If you haven't seen it, you can watch it. And you, you, see how? Here's the thing. This is you're doing the ignorant thing that Elliot will do sometimes. Where no. it's like he'll say something isn't good without having any knowledge of what it is no, no, like no, no, no. how do you know it's not no, a great no, movie how do you know if you haven't seen it well let me explain sure no one talks about it at least with other great movies like i know the god we just had a guy call in and quote it one guy but they're just because it's not like uh uh i've i've never seen the godfather i know it's a great movie because yeah. people say it's a great movie right but no that, one's talking about v for vendetta people do it's just not as big a movie as godfather john you'll see you'll see everyone tweeted jack v for vendetta yeah no one's Check gonna it. tweet it because Some no one's seen it before. Some, yeah you're wrong about that let's go to delaware and talk to chris yeah what's chris. up guys hey buddy. what's up chris hey first time uh caller long time listener um great show appreciate um, you buddy just wanted to uh see if we had the numbers on the uh on valdez like curveball use um last game because i don't remember many like curveballs that got over for a strike i know all of them were probably just swung over i just wanted to kind of hear what you guys are thinking on on their approach on that and, and i don't remember many that were called strikes yeah it's gonna it's be something it's gonna be something where they gotta get valdez into the strike zone like he's gonna try to get these guys to chase and castellanos talked after the game about how they haven't seen his curveball look as nasty as it did that game. I wonder if that had to do with some of the, the sticky stuff I might have been putting <laughs> on his hands. Um, but it, it's on them. So with, with the, the move that I felt like the Astros made the other couple games was fastballs up in the zone to get above their swing plane. That's not Valdez's game. Valdez is a guy that is throwing sinkers down the zone to go off his curveball to get ground balls slash strikeouts. So it's on them tonight to get the strikeouts in the, or get the curveball into the zone because he gets it into the zone. 
then they can hopefully do some damage and lift it. Like, that's why I think Castellanos has a nice game tonight, because his swing is kind of built for it. Like, Castellanos' swing is built for the kind of curveball that Valdez throws, where he can kind of just swing his, you know, get his hands on it and, and drive it into left field. Um, but it comes down to get him up, and if you get him up, you can take advantage of him. Gotcha. I think uh, I think we chase him by the third inning, because I think they're going to oh. force him to get in the strike zone. I'm I telling you. I love this, Chris. I love take, this. Take, take the over, and, uh, and I think the, the player of the game, late, is going to be uh, is going to be your guy Brandon Marsh. Oh, they they bring him in late Ooh. for for uh, you we're know. We're getting some great some calls stuff. today. Hey, Chris, good yep. call, Everyone, buddy. Everyone's shooting often. their shot today. Yeah, let's, we're getting a take. lot of like bold predictions. No, it's like give us a bold prediction. People are like, no, we're giving you real predictions boldly. I will say, a lot of confidence in Castellanos. Lot, it feels like way more than I expected. Way more than there probably should be. Uh, uh, meanwhile, you know, not much for Reese, but Reese is another guy. That has the same kind of swing. Like we've seen Reese, and he has responded in this playoffs. You know, at multiple times <laughs> well, after these moments, he's come back and had a big moment. Whenever anyone's really mad at Reese, he usually goes down at all. Yeah, so, for real, for um, real. But he also has like I've seen him do it too many times. Where it, it, I feel like it's always against Corbin, but Corbin like tries to throw that, flip that little curveball in there, and he kind of takes out the left field. Like I could see Reese visiting the Crawford boxes tonight. One more segment for us, Rob Ellis, after that, and he's leading you up to World Series Baseball on WIP tonight. It's Fritz at Seltzer, it's High Hopes Radio. We're coming right back. It's the final segment for us here, High Hopes Radio. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer from the Sportsbook at Parks Casino talking Phillies as they go into their First, you know, losing out game of the playoffs, game six of the World Series. And, um, you know, you talk about about um, good vibes yeah, today, yeah, yep. good vibes. And Can you do me a favor, though? I, 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 go ahead. Sure. Can you please just say into the microphone, Jack, your parlay is going to lose. Can you just – I need that. I need that sure. fuel. Jack, your parlay is going to lose. All right. Without a doubt. Can I also, I'll take that personally. Can I also say. Because we're looking good early, buddy. It's going to lose. Go you, kn- you know it's going to lose. Can I say thank you to all the awesome people that are tweeting at you about V for Vendetta? You're like, oh, you won't get any tweets there. I already see like five or six people immediately who tweeted in. You are all my heroes. Eric, Sean, Walker, ZZ, Turn, Tunnet. I love all you people. More people tweeted Jack. V for Vendetta is a great movie, and now you feel dumb, and Walk- that makes me happy. So I love you all so much. Walker's a great name. Um, it is a good name. And, uh, yeah, V for Vendetta might be fine, um, but yet again. I'll take that. Let's grow up a little bit. No one's even, no one's even heard of V for Vendetta. <laughs> Except for the people tweeting I'm always, I always it, forget how many people listen. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, I always think it's just W-I-P. you. I always think it's just you and I. Talking. I do too. Yeah, I, I never, tires here. Like, well, it's quite funny that at our jokes. And I always, yeah, good. I always feel this way when I'm producing the show, which is the funniest part. I'm literally talking to people as I'm picking yeah. up the phone as they call in and are clearly listening to what we're doing. Right. And yet I never think about. It. I'm just in the room, in the moment. I'm right there with you. That's funny. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Try to get to a couple more calls. Before we get out of here, Rob L is coming up next. Let's go to Philadelphia and talk to my guy Jim. Jim, hey, hey, how you guys doing? Doing what up, great, Jim. Jack, Jack uh, Nick was very good. He's got me on twice. I told him I was feeble-minded, like Castellanos and and Hoskins. Because James, I was at uh, Eighth and Gerard today. Long day. So, oh no, you anyway. went to see me at Eighth and Gerard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jimmy, I was there anyway. yesterday. I'm yeah, sorry, no buddy. Kidding. Yeah, no Yeah, yeah, sorry, right. anyway. Tell Nick thanks and listen. Okay, I run something by it. Line up, line up, line up. There's 
there's only two guys, I think, in that room that can pull this off. You'd have to have Bryce be all in, sitting down with Nick and the manager. There's no way in hell unless Bryce says, look, and here's what I'm thinking. I know it's crazy. I'd go Swerber. I'd put Nick second, Bryce, JT, Bohm, Segura, Hoskins. I'd drop them down to see if it pisses them off like he hit that home run in Atlanta. Then Martian Stott. All right, I got to get off because I'm feeble-minded. James, Jack, you guys did a great show. And Nick, thank you very much for getting me on. Job, they didn't set the lineup. Oh, the other thing is, oh, Hoskins becomes either a goat or hero again yeah, because yep. he knocked that guy out. So Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point, Jim. And Jim, great call, buddy. It's always he a pleasure. He knocked the guy man. out, right? Yeah. So either, you know, he's he replaced one hit 1,000, you know, or zero, zero, zero. Great call, buddy. Always a pleasure. And I'm sorry you went to you went to Gerard. I was at Gerard Beer I yesterday. Know. The event. Sorry about Just that. think about it this way. The Hoskins hit on Yuli Gurriel was the, his hardest hit of the of the World Series. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Yeah, well, listen. Every time the funniest part about this Phillies team is that every time you're out on one of these guys, they have a game. Yeah. Like and, and that's why I think that's why people are confident in Castellanos tonight and confident in Reese is that like every time people are like, ah, we gotta get rid of Reese this offseason. It's a great point, man. They're like, ah, guess what? I'm gonna go hit, hit one of the Crawford boxes. So might have to put some money down on a Reese Homer. Tonight. I don't hate it. I, 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 I think I might do it too. I can't physically put money on a Castellanos Homer because I've never seen one. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I, I just don't think he's gonna hit his first homer in the World Series. That would be weird. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. We, again. I love that our hundred million dollar right fielder uh, is basically a slap hitter in the World Series. Yeah, but. again, the, the, awesome. the, his three biggest plays of the the postseason were, were catches defensively, it's and they're great. all the same catch. They're all the too. same catch, and it's like, like let's be honest, a good right fielder probably doesn't even have to dive for them. Matt Merlin could have made all those catches. Yes, for that, Dalton, he probably gets Dalton them in Guthrie the air. Yeah. makes all those catches in the air. But James Seltz, no, fucking <laughs> oh, carried away. Ricardo in Philly, what up, Ricardo? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Ricardo? Yeah, man, I got two things. The first thing, I mean, we got to do something. Man. I'm an old school guy. I remember when Pedro Martinez was pitching and there was a guy who was hitting him like every bat. He would drill me like, yo, this is my play. I'm in charge, so move. I would do that to him. Like, what's up to the majors, man? We got to do something about this guy. We can't let a, you know, rookie win the MVP in the worst series against us. That can't happen. That, you know, we got to do something about it. We can't, we can't keep, you know, pitching to him. Yeah, Jerry Payne has been great. He's been great. I mean, and that I great mean, defensive play, dude. And but. he's clearly going to be a problem for a long time. Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. very it's uh, very rare that a team moves on from like Car- a player like Carlos Correa, who yeah, uh, you know, well, he was he, the, he was the first pick in the draft for them years before. Like he was like the prize franchise. That's what shortstop. I mean. He was the prize of their system, and then became a, a World Series champion and all that stuff. I yeah. mean, he is dangerously close to being LCS MVP and World Series yeah. MVP as a yeah. rookie, which yeah. is which is insane. And it, yeah, I, I would guess that's never happened. I mean, it probably, probably happened at some point, but I don't remember it happening. No. Um, and I think this is the first World Series ever that the two teams had two, two shortstops yep. short that were both rookies. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess Payne is probably the MVP right now if they win tonight. Uh, well, no, it could be Framber. I mean, if Framber goes out and deals, it'll probably be Framber, right? If Framber's two and out with two big wins in the, like, it depends how good he is. But I mean, it could be Framber. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Pena from uh, 
I mean, Bregman, I, I think, could win it tonight good, yeah. with he, some hits. He had um, the uh, back-breaking hit in Yeah, I mean, and Altuve's four. had a good series. The, you know, Altuve's had a lot. If Altuve hits a big home run, I could see it being him. But I think those are – those. it's the infield, really, those guys. Yeah. Well, it's a shame we're never going to find out, buddy. That's exactly right. It's a shame it we're never going to find gonna out. It's going to happen. All right, uh, Fritzy, and, and uh, thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do the show without you. Stay on the line. If you want to talk Phillies, Rob Ellis is coming up next. He will absolutely be talking Phillies. Uh, thank you to Giroud on site. Thank you to Nick Earnshaw crushing it in the studio. Look at the kids growing up. He's doing a good job. That's because we, we put some pressure yeah, on Yeah, and we put some work in, and, yeah. you know, we're going to make him great. That's yeah, what we do here. We develop players. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep. See, we're, we're the Phillies organization. That's the, the, yep. new, the new thing. Is there anything else we have to do for WIP? No, I, I mean, just put us on a float, right, okay? Exactly. It's all a mask. Yeah, don't ask for much. All right, Fritzy, a final thought as we get out of here. My final thought is, uh, one, listen to Robbie on the way home. Yes. Thoroughly looking forward to that. And my second thought is, don't let the Phils win game six because they're winning game seven if that happens. That's a message to the Astros. Don't let this team win tonight. Well, we're getting our first game seven in Phillies history, and the Phillies will come out victorious. Can't wait, buddy. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Get me to 803. I think I'm nervous, but I I, I think I, I think they can win tonight. I'm not going to make any bold proclamations because that hasn't gone great, but I think they can win tonight. And I think Wheeler has a chance to, to be okay. So <laughs> To be okay. To be okay. You know? Ranger has his moment tonight. Yeah, I love it. All right, uh, again, thank you to everyone who made this show happen. Uh, keep it here. Robbie E. talking Phillies next and then leading you up to the World Series tonight on WIP. He's Fritz and Seltzer. Thanks for listening to another edition of High Hopes Radio right here on 94 WIP.